cannabis topics in less than 10 minutes. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Dime. I'm Brian Fields, and with me, as always, is Kellen Finney. And this week, we've got a very special guest, Ted Lighty, founder of Alien Labs. Ted, thanks for taking the time. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'll, I've listened to a couple episodes. I really like what you guys are doing here. So uh, big thank you for having me on. I want to stay with the brand. Uh, one of the things that I liked about the aspect, it has a really calling on the demographic and who you're speaking out to. So take us through the the origin of the name, where did it come from, and, and who did you think about in those early days was really the the demographic for that. I moved to San Francisco from Reading. I don't even remember the year, but you know, early on in the medical days. And I remember going into these stores and just seeing how it, there was weed and big jars like deli style and it was unbranded. And I just remember thinking like, there was no way this was going to be how it was. And at the time, all they're really that I knew about, you know, in my limited scope of it coming from just selling packs of outdoor to really kind of seeing that this industry is out there. All I really knew about was cookies, you know, and it wasn't a brand yet. It was just like a strain that a few guys had access to and they sold it and branded it. You know what I mean? But it wasn't like cookies yet. And one of the things that struck me about that was that like, it didn't really represent who I knew was growing the best weed, which was like up in Redding in the mountains and, you know, the, the outsiders, the guys that weren't just like freshly in it and showing their faces and all that. And that's where the name alien came from. Like it does mean, you know, aliens in space, but it also means like different and outside of what was, you know, fast forward 10 years later and it kind of became, I mean, aliens are cool as hell now they're popular, you know, UFO aren't even conspiracy theories anymore and that was just kind of serendipitous it wasn't planned like that but it just became like the perfect way for us to kind of slide in and and i think that really contributed to like a lot of our success you know what type of products does alien labs have underneath its umbrella you know we specialize in flour that's our number one product that's what we sell the most of that's what we you know care about and then we also you know we do fresh frozen so we have vapes we have rosin we have edibles pre-rolls, all the things that kind of come with, you know, using the byproduct of flour. So I'm familiar with trends. And I know that you're not someone who follows kind of the industry trends. And when you're kind of making decisions, is it gut feel or another factor that helps influence? Uh, we do. We look at data. And like, for instance, we put out a sativa recently. I'm not like a sativa guy, you know, but people were loving them. You know, there was a few like three in the top 10 selling strains and we didn't have any, you know, we didn't have any haze lineage. We didn't have any, you know, kind of what people would call sativa. I mean, I know that there's like, you know, words that whatever, there's like controversy surrounding these words. But I think when I say sativa, people kind of know what I'm talking about, right? And uh, that's why I continue to use those words. But so yeah, we didn't have anything with like a haze that people would consider like, you know, more of an up feeling. Uh, So we put that out and it did really well. And that's like, goes back to what I was saying, like not everything I necessarily like, but I know it's good. I don't have to like something to know if the quality is there. What flower qualities do you think consumers should be paying more attention to? Freshness, date on the package, for sure. That's huge. And that's, you know, um, stores will overbuy sometimes and they don't understand how much they can actually sell through. And then when our customer gets it, it's like two months old, three months old. And it's like, oh, that's not, it's not bad. I mean, you know, it can be good. It really depends on how it was stored. But generally, I think premium and fresh kind of go hand in hand. 
Are you testing all the products that you're putting out? And if if so, are blind testing, correct? Yeah, I do both blind and uh, and knowing. We do blind tests like together, like the group of us will get together and do blind testing. But biases are always there. They're, they really are. It's crazy. But once you know that and you try to like choose around it, that's why it's important to do both things, right? Like we we're just about to come out with uh, indoor vape pins and you know, we thought the temperatures were good on the on the product. And then we did a, a blind test with all of us. And it, we determined that we needed to lower the temperature a little bit. And it was just a little too harsh. But that was like one of those things where I thought it was good enough. And then we learned that, you know, to be better, we all kind of came to the consensus that it could be lower through the blind testing. The good part for you in Florida is that you've got a pretty premier partner in Truly. But like for you to talk about kind of that partnership and why you thought that was a good one to to take. Yeah, you know, Truly has just proven that they can operate. And just like us, we we wanted to be able to do what we do best and do, you know, have the best product that we could possibly have reach the most people, which, uh, you know, if we don't have a lot of capital, we're not that kind of company where we're out raising and just, you know, spending money like that. So going into situations that we can do the most with the least is really like what we want to do. And in Florida and truly, truly just helped us get there in Florida. Um, you know, they have 120 something stores that are just, you know, great. And people out there love California cannabis. It's a good match for us for sure. Let's do a quick rapid fire. Number one, home grow tip. Have enough dehumidification and air conditioning. The the environment is important, most important, maybe. True or false, you had a brand called Revolution. True. It was like the first brand I ever made. Uh, It was like when I was in sophomore, maybe freshman year. I don't know. I like it. Sativa Indica Hybrid. Think it should stay or go? Um, I think it should stay because it's just already known. And I think like trying to come up with new nomenclature for something like that, just who has time for that, you know? Dream smoking session, three people dead or alive. Ooh, that's a tough one, man. Um, damn, I don't even know. Holy shit. Steve Jobs for sure. Um, Tupac. And we'll just throw Biggie in for my New York fans, you know? I love it. Besides OG, one strain for the rest of your life. Um, Skittles. What's the strain you're giving aliens on their first experience to Earth? OG for sure, without a doubt. CBN Alien Lab edible in the future? Yeah, we were working on one for a while. Definitely, it's there. I use CBN a lot. I, I every night. Under the radar state you have your eye on? Maine. I think that new legislation in Maine is pretty cool. What is the most expensive lesson you've learned in cannabis? Ooh, choose your partners wisely. What do most not know about Alien Labs? Probably that we just start really started from nothing and came from nothing, you know. When you got started in the cannabis space, what did you get right? And most importantly, what did you get wrong? Um, we got right the quality, but we got wrong just, damn, I don't know. We did really good at both things. It's crazy. Both the main things that I think about, but not having the foresight to like save money. And, you know, we we're trapping. We weren't like trying to make it legal and trying to go legal like that. Or, you know, we didn't know how rec was going to play out. So it's just like, if you're doing this and you're having good success, like save some money so you can, you know, not have to get investors. You could sum up your experience in a main takeaway or lesson learned to pass on to the next generation. What would it be? Man, do what you love and, and just, you know, uh, be confident in it. That separates people for sure. Separates businesses, you know, stand on what you're doing. All right. Prediction time. Ted, when interstate commerce happens, does this alter how you think about branding and positioning for newer consumers? 
If so, how? If not, why not? Um, not so much. We haven't really been the type of brand that like changes who we are for that type of thing. You know, we're, we're, we're known for quality and I think quality will stand anywhere, any state. But I think if I were to build like a newer brand, uh, in that case, like if, if I went out and built a new brand, it would just be more appealing to women. I think women are just left out of this a lot. And not to say that like Alien Labs is a masculine brand, because I don't think it is, but I think that's part of the success, right? Is that, is that it's kind of like, um, gender neutral, if you will. But I think women, you know, they're, they're a big consumer and they're the next big consumer base and companies should be catering to them in a way that's non pandering. Like, I don't think. Like I would make a brand for women, but I think that I would um, encourage and and uh, you know help a woman make a brand for women. I think that's just a big thing that is being missed right now in our because um, there is some right, but it, it's mostly like corporations saying uh, we need to make a brand for women, you know, and not like empowering women to make brands, which is what I think that we should be doing. So for our listeners, they want to get in touch and they want to buy Alien Labs products. Where can they find you? Uh, we're in, you know, 500 stores in California. We're in damn near every store in Arizona. We're in True Leaf stores in Florida. Um, our website has apparel, merch, more more uh, places to find us for the, the cannabis side. And, um, you know, DM me on Instagram, Return of the Alien or Alien Labs. Both of them, you know, they get to me if you have questions. I'm always, I try and respond to every DM. So. Cool. We'll link it up in the show notes. Thanks for taking the time. This was a lot of fun. Guys, if you've enjoyed this podcast over the last few years, can you please take three minutes or less and leave us a quick review on Apple or Spotify? All reviews make a massive difference for us and help other people like you find this podcast. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey there, my name is Leah Babrudi, and I'm the founder and host of Chicks Podcast, where I discuss cannabis, psychedelics, and other natural medicines. I not only interview people who use them as treatment for different conditions, but also the entrepreneurs who share their knowledge on how they built their businesses. If this sounds interesting to you, give my show a listen. I'm sure you'll learn something that'll surprise you.